hundred percent and go away. Um, you know, I think it's pretty much at the moment it's them and them and Melbourne and sort of on the rest. I'd like to give a big shout out to the Hoodoo Gurus who have given us permission to use part of their song, That's My Team, as our new podcast episode intro for all of their music. And whenever they are going live or performing live, head to their Facebook and their Instagram. The links will be in the description below. Be sure to give them a like and a follow as well on Facebook and Instagram. I've actually got uh, quite an awesome guest for you guys. He played in the 03 Panthers Grand Final. Played for a few times in New South Wales, most notably got sent off, <laughs> and also played for Australia. His name's Trent Waterhouse. Thanks for joining us, mate. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. No, it's too easy. So, I mean, obviously, let's address the elephant in the room. You ended up getting sent off during one of your New South Wales games. Straight what? to that. We're going straight to that. Always. May as well, you know, go, go, go in the deep end. What was that yeah, like no, for right, you? Just get it out of the way. And what was it also like playing for New South Wales in general, not just the send off, of course? Oh, it was awesome. Um, you know, growing up as a kid, you, you watched those games in the 90s and 80s and 90s and, you know, it was like the best day of the year coming from school and when it was Origin Day, it was like Christmas Day. So um, it was always a massive thing when I, uh, when I got selected for, for New South Wales to pull on that blue jersey. was, mate, unbelievable. I can I never, imagine. I never really wanted to get sent off. <laughs> I don't think anyone plans yeah. to do that. No, nah, but... I was going to say, yeah, well, it was um, Steve Price and Brett White. Something was going on there. And then, you know, obviously, shit happened. <laughs> um, yeah. You ended up, you ended up winning, went, the wenting. You, you ended up going and playing for Australia as well. Um, yeah. Do you hold your time playing for New South Wales above Australia? Or, you know, what was it like playing for Australia? Well, I actually played for Australia before New okay. South Wales. Um, they were both massive honours, but I think. Um, you know, play, playing professional sport, I think the best thing you can do, the pinnacle of that is, is representing your country. Um, just knowing all those great players that have wore that, that green and gold before you. Know, it goes so much history going back to 1908, you know. So that was a huge honour for me, but, um, you know, New South Wales wasn't, wasn't far behind. No, nah, that's fair. And then obviously not far behind that, maybe even more so, was winning the grand final in 03. Yeah. What was that like? Yeah. Because I've spoken to a lot of the 03 team, and yeah. as anyone knows, they were more or less written off at the start of the season. You guys had gone, I think, like first two games you'd lost, and then you just sort of built and built and no, built that season. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was that like, that whole season and the game in particular for you? Yeah, that was, it was an amazing year. Um yeah, I played the last. I debuted the year before, end of the year, end of 2002, and I played the last four games. And I think we finished 12th or something. Uh-huh. Um, Nothing too good. So though. They, yeah, struggled the year before that. We got the Spurs. So, um, you know, I was just going into that next year, just thinking, you know, maybe try to cement a spot in first grade, and um, you know, get a few games here and there. I was actually wasn't even a full time player. I was still working. Oh well, well, 2003 and. Yeah, like you said, we started off a bit slow, but then we went on a run, and it just, yeah, the confidence <laughs> just kept getting sky high, and things just, yeah, we just had everything sort of go our way. We didn't have many injuries, and mate, that's we always a good thing. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, was a, it was a fairy tale sort of year for me personally as well. You know, I picked up the kangaroo tour after that, and it was, yeah, it was just, it was, it's looking back, it's hard, it's hard to believe it actually happened all in any sort of first full year. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, like winning a grand final, 
playing for Australia, yeah, more or less all happened, yeah, you, as you said, within your first calendar year of, a, of being a first yeah. grader. Um, in particular, in particular, on the night of the grand final, um, you know, walking onto the field or running onto the field, did you just did the team and yourself sort of had that confidence of we've got this, like from the start of the game, sort of thing? I think the whole week it was just there was no sort of yeah, there was no sort of tension or anything during the week. Everyone was just sort of um, lapping it up, and you know we had we had a confident we had a confident group of young guys that come into the squad. And, I think that sort of helped the older guys rejuvenate the older guys. And yeah, like Gerds and we Sats sort of just, and yeah, shit. We, we, we fed off their experience and they sort of fed off our, our no fear sort of confidence. And I sort of knew, no one was really giving us a chance, but I, I, I knew deep down that we were a massive chance. And, um, you know, we finished first. We got the minor premiership, so it wasn't as long as if we fluked our way into the grand final. Yeah, it wasn't like coming from eighth or anything sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just knew... And then Lee just had a, a way of making you confident, you know. He, he come out of the videos. He wasn't the most technical coach, Lee, but he just had a way of breaking things down and just making you feel confident, which is what, what a lot of the great coaches do, you know. Uh, but yeah, we just walked out of that field. Um, yeah, you know, I remember. I remember the national anthem getting played. And, uh, I was pissing down rain. Oh, it was. It was bucking. I had a, 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 a mountain of just people, and I was like, how does this? Like, this is as good as it gets. Yeah, and then and it gets even better the 80 minutes yeah, later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, speaking of... Yeah, so, now go ahead. Yeah, it was just an amazing night. And, um, you know, it was amazing just time of our lives. Like, it was just the whole week, the whole season. It was just very special. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um and during that game, obviously, a legendary tackle took place from Sats. Um, a lot of people say that was the turning point when, you know, you guys realised you'd had it won. Was that personally what you thought? Or was it, you know, um, one other bloke I spoke to said, nah, it was Rooney's second try sort of thing. What helped yeah. solidify, in your mind, lads, we've got it won? Well, if you ask Satsy, you'll tell you the tackle changed everything. <laughs> For but sure. I reckon, I reckon he tripped over, so... <laughs> No, that was a huge moment. That was definitely a huge moment of the game. Um, you know, it was sort of it was on it was on a nice edge up until then. And, you know, it was sort of going tit for tat, and um, that definitely gave us a boost. And um, mm. yeah, well, once Rudy scored that second try, I knew then I knew we we got him. You know, yeah. so I think there was still might have been ten minutes left. But I just knew we were just we weren't going to get boot from there. Yeah. Yeah, so like it would have been, I'd say, a combo of, of the both. You know, the Sats tackle, which really helped shift the momentum to you guys and then would have given you guys a bit of a boost, like, fuck yeah, we can do this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. When you're going at half-time, and you sort of, we, we, we've been on top of that first half. I think it was, we, were, we were up 6-0 at half-time, I think. I think so, was, yeah. yeah. You guys got a spray from Joel Clinton at half-time, yeah. though. Yeah, because I think, oh, I reckon deep down they thought, oh, I'm just going to blast away, but in that first half. And you can see that boy when they kicked off, they were just, you know, it was like they were getting Oh, that game. first tackle with John Clinton and holy shit. Yeah, so that was just, I think they thought we were just going to go to water, but, you know, we, we got, we took the medicine and we and we, got, and we started to get on top and I think that sort of broke their spirit a little bit and, and um, coming out after half time and, um, yeah, you know, I just knew we just had the confidence to get home with it. I knew like yeah, Gary was kicking well um, in the wet weather, and we yeah, we just yeah, we didn't really put a foot wrong. We, we played sort of dry with the football, didn't make didn't make mistakes, and just yeah, just wore them down. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and speaking of the Panthers this year, if anything, it's their best chance of winning a grand final this year, as I'm sure you've been watching. I've even said to my mates, you know, watch out for the Panthers, even before they went on that nine-in-a-row run. You know, like, what are your thoughts on the current team and how they could go this year, given showing their form so far? Well, 100% a goal away. Um, you know, I think it's pretty much, at the moment, it's them and Melbourne and sort of they like the rest. Yeah. But, yeah, saying that, you know, they've they got to stay healthy. There's, there's six weeks of, you know, the season to go, so... Anything can well, happen in those six weeks. They're in, with a, they're in with a massive chance, just the way they're playing. Um, you know, their halfbacks just gone to a new level this year. And, um, you know, their defence, you know, their defence is unbelievable. Their goal on defence is, is premiership material for sure. So Yeah, agreed. Uh, like, fingers crossed they can, they can keep it going and, and go all the way because it would be awesome to see. Um, yeah, you know, well, it's been a while. So. It's it's been yeah. since since you played is is what it's been. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if anything, this is definitely their best chance. I'll I will say all season up until uh, obviously now it's more or less they're definitely premiership favourites now. But about four weeks ago, I was like, nah, it'll be it'll be Penrith versus someone in the grand final, it, whether it's the Roosters, the Storm, Raiders, whoever. But I'm like. Nah, Para aren't the contenders this year. Penrith are the contenders, in my opinion. You know? So, yeah, yeah now, so uh, what are you doing these days with yourself after retirement? Well, I'm a firefighter now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I've been probably two years or something. Well, so you would have been, you, you would have fought the fires that happened last like last year and this year, right? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, we did get sent out at the bushfires. Um, we got sent down south to uh, Bawley Point. Okay, well, um, th- thank you. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> but continue, yeah, no, sorry. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty devastating to see, see the, you know, see what the devastation had caused, you know. It was, um, yeah, it was horrendous. But, um, you know, we, we got down there and, you know, we, we sort of helped a few people out. And, um, you know, it's, they're, they're rebuilding down there now. And hopefully it's, we've, we don't see fires like that again, you know. I, I hope we don't. Yeah, um... Again, yeah, thank you. And what's it like being a firefighter and especially being on the front line of what just happened in particular? Yeah, it's a great job, mate. Um, you know, it's sort of, it's been the perfect sort of transition for me after footy. Um, you know, you're in that team environment, you know, you sort of, you got to work together, you're training pretty hard, you got to work together in, in high-pressure situations. So it's been a perfect transition for me. And, you know, if any other ex who are thinking about doing it, I couldn't recommend it all enough, you know. So it's been a great job for me. And um, it does get full on at times, but, you know, you, you do your training, you trust your training. And um, and you trust the, the others done. next to you because they're trained just as well as you yeah. are. Yeah, that's it. It's like, it's like being a football team. You just got to trust your teammates and, you know, trust that they're, they're ready to get the job done. And, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great gig. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, it, it sounds as you said, like the perfect fit for you going from a team environment to another team environment, you know. Um, and do you think that minus the firefighting sort of stuff, you may have struggled with retirement after rugby league or do you think you would have found a groove like you did with firefighting regardless? Well, I've been, I've been retired probably three years mm-hmm. from the, the fiery. So, um, you know, it's, it's a long process. It's sort of hard. It's, it's pretty hard to get in. So you've got to... You also learn the process, and um, you know I did that, and uh, it took me three years. But I had a few other gigs here and there. I I, uh, I, can't, I played down the coast. Uh, in Thrill, was that Thrill Butchers? 
Yeah, so we live down here now. Um, they're loving life down here. But that was that was great. You know, I still still got to play a bit of footy and be in that team environment. And it was just great to see these young players that genuinely play for the love of the game. Yeah. Get to play with them. And, um, it's, it's, a, it's a decent comp down here. Timmy Grass down here playing now. He's playing oh, wow. Yep. And, um, yeah, that was great for me. And, and um, you yeah, know, I did a, a few other little things here and there for work. But... It, it was a struggle. You do you do miss it. The first sort of year was probably the hardest. You you sort of part of a, a, a team and part of something, and it's all over. But um, you know, I just kept I just kept working and, and you know played a bit of footy down here and and, and you know come out the other end and loving life now. No, that's good. That's good to hear. And obviously, while speaking of the other end, you went over to the other end of the fucking world and played in England in the Super League. Yeah. What was that like playing for Warrington, winning a Challenge Cup, and all that sort of stuff that yeah. comes with it? Yeah, that was awesome. Um, it was something I always wanted to do. Um, you know, I went on a few tours over there and, and you know, had an awesome time. And it was it was something I was always planning on doing. And, and you know, the opportunity came up in, at the end of 2011. Yep. Um, you know, Warrington offered, offered us a three-year deal, you know, a, a great club. And, um, you know, I jumped at the chance. And, yeah, like you said, my challenge guard played at Wembley and played in a couple of grand finals as well at Old Trafford, thought two of the most iconic grounds you know in the world um, yeah. yeah it was awesome yeah wow that's honestly amazing um, some fun sort of questions now how do you like your steak cooked medium rare medium rare yeah no nah, that's yeah. the best way to be Good what's bite. your beer of choice at the moment uh are you drinking that Byron Bay okay any good yeah yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Very okay. Nice. Yeah, nice. What's your f- current show that you're binging on Netflix? Netflix. Uh, or show in general that you just really love? Oh, all right. What have been watching on Netflix? Ozark. The Ozarks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely Ozark. be sure to share that because that's... I can't remember who I spoke to the, the other week, but they also said they just recently loved watching The Ozarks. So yeah, now that yeah. so that's two people's recommendations. So I'm definitely going to look into that one now. All right, so I've got a question from actually one of our sponsors. He's a diehard um, Panthers Tragic. Hey, it, anyone who's listening, Sky Spark Electrical, if you need electrical work on the Central Coast, go through them. He asks, if you could give your teenage self advice based on what you know now, what advice would you give yourself? Is he in a footy sort of aspect? Or let's go, yeah. Uh, well, let's go both. One for footy and one for life. Um, it's a tough one. I don't know. Maybe he's trained a bit harder. I wasn't the best trainer. Maybe okay. Train a bit harder. Do, do more extras or something. Um, for footy, footy-wise. But yep. um, life, um, just don't take, don't stress out too much. Don't take things too serious. Okay. Um, you know, don't let little minor things get you down. Especially yeah. this year, the way this year's going. Yeah, just try and, try and go with the flow. Yeah, try and take it as it comes you know, sort things, of thing. Things are never as bad as they seem, you know. It's not, some things aren't worth stressing about. So, yeah, probably just don't stress too much about things. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, who had the weirdest ritual or routine pre-game that you remember during your time at Penrith? Uh, yeah, did anyone put their socks on a certain way or, uh, you know, that I sort of I stuff? With a, I, played with a, I played with a guy in England. Okay. Um, that was a bit OCD. Okay, what, so what, what did he have to, to do? So he used to, like, he used to put a strapping on and, um, 
you know, so you'd have to you'd have to wrap it certain amount of times. And oh, okay. Around his arms, around his legs, so it all had to be. Yeah, it was pretty fly. It all had to be a certain number. Wow. Okay. So he'd, be wrapping, he'd be wrapping his arms and they kept counting how many times the bikes be going. Ten, four, six. <laughs> he'd start ripping it off and start again. So that's probably yeah, that's probably the most form I've seen. But okay. And did you have any bikes, routines? A lot of bikes are superstitious. I think a lot of bikes have a win and they have to do everything exactly the same the next week. Okay. Um, yeah. Were you nah, superstitious yeah, or, or had routine or nah, rituals? Nah, not really. Nah, nah. I was seeing nah. how many, how we do heads in, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just, yeah, whatever. <laughs> nah, that, that's fair enough. Like, because I know I, I spoke to Mick Crocker a few weeks ago and he said without fail, as, as soon as that two-minute bell would go, he'd have a spew. Even yeah, after I remember, like... I remember playing with Croc, he'd even draw reaching his head off. Yep. It actually, it actually, mate, you start feeling a bit crook like he's that bad. Oh, he's got to be on the line a couple times. Wow, yeah, no, nah, he said, yeah, it was always a spew. He said at first it started yeah, yeah, out as nerves, cool. but it just became routine after a yeah. while. He was probably one of the worst spewers before a game I've seen. Fuck. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was the only one that played at Legends of League. Yep, I yep, think. yeah. He was still good, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I met him at Legends. Yeah, I met him at Legends of League last year, and yeah, he said he's, yeah. he still does it. And I'm like, yeah, shit. Still... Speaking <laughs> of Legends of Speaking of speaking of Legends of League, uh, what does it mean to you, and what was it like for you to be a part of that? Yeah, I loved it. It was um, took me about a month to get over it, but <laughs> it was pretty. We got up there thinking, "Oh yeah, we we'll muck around." And the first game kicked off, and it was on one big shot, and that was it. it was on. So, <laughs> so it was pretty. Yeah, it was a pretty decent standard. So it was great to um, get up there and catch up with all the boys from our sort of era. Did you play yeah, for the Penrith team last year or the Barbarians no, the years I before? I was, just, I was supposed to, but we booked a. We ended up booking a trip and, and sort of we stuffed clashed. the base up and clashed. But I was there. Yeah, I was filthy. I missed out on it. I was looking forward to getting up there with the Penny boys, but hopefully they go again with it next year. I'll be. I'll be well, this year forward. probably can't with COVID, but yeah, hopefully fingers crossed yeah. next year. So because I'll be there yeah, regardless yeah, if if they have it. Well, yeah, it was. De- <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, which team? in the Super League and in the NRL was the toughest for you to go up against personally, mentally and physically? Uh, NRL, definitely Roosters. Okay. You know, they, they, had a, they had an awesome pack there back in the day with big Adrian Morley and... Oh, uh, he was a Davis unit. Fitzgibbon, Rickardson, so... Crocker. They were, <laughs> yeah, they were always big and fit and they'd be up in your face all game, so definitely the Roosters, uh, NRL. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably either Wigan or St Helens okay. uh, overseas. They were like derby, local derby games over there, so big okay. games. Um, they were always tough. Wigan, Wigan's a, a powerhouse club, and so is St Helens. So, yeah. Um, I probably <coughs> split those two. So they were, yeah, they were always, but they were great to play, like great atmosphere. And, yeah. The fans over there are awesome, you know, they, they, they're real tribal. Yeah, they say um, like a, a, a crowd of 10,000 can sound like a grand yeah. final day, they're that loud. Yeah, well, the grounds are perfectly set up for it. You get, um, you know, you get all the away fans in the, in the one area and it's, yeah, they, you know, they're always singing. And then, and then the other team's it. fans are singing back at them. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's unreal. I loved it, mate. It was, it was a great experience over there. So, yeah, probably definitely Wigan and St. Helens were the two big, the big guns over there. No, that's fair enough. Um, looking back on your career, um, what would be your personal highlight of your career? Probably the grand final, mate, I think. Um, 
you know, classic followed by playing for the country and, and New South Wales. But you know, you, that's what that's what you play for. You play from when you're a junior. You play to look to win grand finals and to do that um, so early on uh, in my career was it was unbelievable. Probably took a little bit for, for granted, you know, thinking, mm. "Oh, this is going to happen all the time," and, and we never got back there. So, um, mate, that was amazing. That was an amazing time, and. Um, you know, it was a good week after it too. So it, <laughs> it, it would have been a great <laughs> week after. Yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely right up there, mate. No, that's fair. I can imagine. Um, that's more or less all the questions I and stuff I've listed. Is there anything? Actually, uh, I just thought of one. Um, any advice for any youngsters who'd love to try and make it in the big league one day? Yeah, just just keep enjoying yourself. Don't don't feel the pressure of you know the outside pressure. Just enjoy playing with your mates and having fun and, and work hard, you know, or listen to your coaches and, and work on the things you need to work on and, and get better at the things you're great, you know, so just work hard, but just have fun, don't put too much pressure on yourself and, um, yeah, whatever, whatever, if you're good enough, you'll make it, definitely. 